Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It's 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick to loser. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wow. He was at my house last night. I have to throw it, throw it at him a little bit. Uh, yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, it is the morning sickness. We're ready to go. Paradise outside. Just perfect. Took a step outside and just wallowed in it. You live in paradise. I love this time of year, man. I do this every year, every October. It becomes just the best the best place in the world. There's nothing better. Nothing better. And I know, I know, sports fans in Arizona, you got nothing to cheer about after yesterday. Just Absolute devastation. I mean, first the Suns make it all the way to the finals and graciously bow out to a better team. And then yesterday, as we all know, because the ratings show that we were all watching, the WNBA finals came to a close in Chicago in front of a crowd of a few thousand people nationwide. The sky outwomaned the Mercury yesterday right there on the court, won the game. You know about this, Brett. I don't have to tell you. Oh, yeah. I was I was glued to the TV. Of course you were. Yeah. It's like an emergency broadcast alert. Yeah, and absolutely. The phones just of went off. And, and winner. Showing the complete class of an organization that wants respect and screams out that they need to be loved just like the NBA. The Mercury players climbed on a bus, didn't talk to the media, and baby-fitted their way right out of Chicago after a finals loss. I'm not talking to anybody. They bratted their way out, and I wonder why. The team they, put an announcement why they did. Oh, did they? I yeah, didn't see that. Yeah, because they're like, in. we thought it was the right thing to do because we knew Disney on Ice had to set oh, up yeah. their stuff, and they, they wanted to get time to That is true. They did have to hurry out of there because the DePaul Arena <laughs> that they play the games at for uh, Chicago. 
They don't anyway. even play the. They don't play at the United Center. The United Center. <laughs> the Bulls have games there, and Disney on Ice might actually be in town. Brady might be right. But uh, the very unlikable Mercury were bounced out, outwomaned all over the. I mean, just outwomaned everywhere. Everywhere you look at point guard, they were outwomaned. At forward, they were outwomaned, and at center, they were outwomaned, and at coaches, uh, they, they were outwomaned there too by a man, I think. But either way, just didn't work out for them, and I guess that parade is. Gonna have to wait. The Bulls on Parade up. Parade, the big Rage Against the Machine Super Bulls Parade, not gonna happen downtown, which is just usually like a Shriners convention. They go around the block once and then back into an arena no one cares about. So Brittany Griner didn't get the uh, the Subaru player of the no, player of the game. No, but series, unfortunately, no. it went to one of the Sky players <sighs> whose name escapes me because I don't know any of them. Probably Candace Parker. Let's go with that. Even though she plays for the Las Vegas Aces, yeah, let's just say yeah, that she's yeah. probably the Subaru player of the finals. <laughs> I didn't know there wasn't a Las Vegas Aces. Sure, there. They played <laughs> that Mercury uh, played them to get into the finals. Don't oh, wow. you remember anything? I, I was only about the big game, the, the big series. The, the, you know, that's all I was Brett, about. This historic run through the playoffs I by know, this team. That, remember, they had to play a few. Of the they played the Aces over there at ASU because Disney on Ice had set up all the ice. I'm kind of a bandwagon fan, you know. So I was. I'm a little late to the game. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I would have actually watched the WNBA game had they played on the ice. The Disney on ice game would have been more fun. Anyway, sorry to all you Mercury fans out there. The ratings said uh, that you guys were everywhere uh, away from a television. They are repellent. They are remote control repellent, the Mercury. And welcome back. And I noticed last night when they landed at the airport, they got that exact same treatment that the Suns got when they came back from their uh, their series big crowd big crowd waiting for them all saying please move I have to mop here uh, the <laughs> cleaning crew at the airport was very excited to see them Mercury out and we no longer have to worry about them until next year's twenty game season and uh, boy I tell you what I know the whole city you can kind of probably get behind this six and zero Cardinal team a little bit but ah how can you feel good about today when the Merc got bounced so hard oh got to say that Cardinal team. Without coaches. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, they, they just like flew out there without any coaches. Like, we'll get this. And then the Browns are being the Browns. And this is the fun of it all. Cardinal fan, I was uh, rooting with the Cardinals yesterday and watching them uh, bounce the Browns. It's hard for me. I, I thought the Browns would beat them. They, the Cardinals were going through way too much adversity. They had a, I did, too. They had a stinker of a game the week before. I'm like, you got a clunker. COVID. You're going to want to lose one here soon because then the pressure of this whole undefeated thing starts. But, you know, you're playing great. You got the Texans next. You're 7-0. and that's done. Congratulations. I'll just mark this one up as a it's a win. I'm in a suicide pool. I'm, I'm Monday. I'm already picking the Cardinals for next week. They're beating the Texans. That's happening. But uh, to out there without any coaches and the COVID thing, and your GM gets it, and Kingsbury's your offensive coordinator and calls the plays, and I guess is a. But then you got to remember the Browns. The Browns can be the Browns even when they're good. They were the Browns last week against the Chargers when they were playing great football. They managed to be the Browns and screw that up. They're the Browns at home against a good team. They were the Browns. Shake and bake. The 44 yards of penalties on two separate drives. That's pretty impressive. I don't know how you do that. Uh, And so to that I say, ha, 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 to all the people that have uh, been emailing me, Browns are 3-1 and and the Steelers are 1-3. and Who's the big brother now? I've been getting loads of emails from Browns fans are the cockiest, mouthiest, do-nothings, and so stupid. Like the As we all watched the Cardinal game yesterday, did you happen to notice the Cleveland Brown end zone? The dog pound the, area? Well, I said, no, no, no. The uh, paint in the end zone. The actual end zone. It says Cleveland on one end. It says yeah. Browns on the other. And typo? Then, and then they got a big football. There's a big typo on yeah, this. Yeah. There's a big football there that says 1946. 
uh-uh. Because if I recall correctly, for about eight years, you didn't even exist. This isn't a this isn't a, a long stretch of Browns football from forty six to today. Remember when your team abandoned your dump fire town, your crappy smells like an ashtray, absolute hole of a town. Move it on Remember that? to Baltimore. Remember they, they and they left for Baltimore, which is like leaving Apache Junction for Gila Bend. Yeah, like it's one for the like that. Baltimore's better than this place, and they weren't wrong. But Baltimore's still a dump. Got championship. Uh, yeah, and remember though, it was like ninety five. 94 to like 2001, there wasn't a Browns, and yet they have the nerve to paint. 19, since 1946, we've been a thing, except if you don't count all these years, we weren't <laughs> around at all. Still the Browns over there in Baltimore, yeah. still. It's, no, 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 it wasn't. Yeah. It was the Ravens, and they were dead set on never cheering for them. They built them a new stadium. So you've been around for 23 years. Art Modell kept his house in Cleveland. So that's, that's it. That's a- you're, you're not from 46 on. You're just an idiot. Yeah, I got an email from a guy named Henry, and I'm like, I saw the same thing. Like, why in the world are they celebrating their history when, when their history failed miserably and they had to come back? Ah, they took a couple years off. What are you do? <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. They were abandoned. <laughs> it's like Toledo celebrating Father's Day. It's, it's pointless. Like, yeah, ever since uh, my dad and I. Like, no, you haven't had one. It's great. Browns being Browns was great. Steelers beating the Seahawks last night was fun. Sorry about your Bears. Yeah, well. Bungles are foreign, too. It's a, weird, it's a weird time. Cardinals and the Bengals. The Cardinals and Bengals would be like a marquee matchup. Said no one ever in the history of man till this year. I mean, that's a big game. Like, they've never been good at the same time ever before. It's weird. The Browns playing the Cardinals was the game of the week. I know. What planet am I on? This can't happen. And the Cardinals mopped him up. 6-0. and Nice job, Cardinals. Very good. Way to, way to put a little unguent on the pain that was the Mercury loss in our sports town. And yesterday... I'm sitting around the house and uh, see a car pull away from my place. I'm like, what was that? I'm like, I know that car. Go out to the patio and I look on my patio and there's a big bag from AJ's filled with cheese. And Strippery, the boss. I feel, when you see she said cheese, I'm like, dropped off all that gourmet just, cheese. Just a drive by. Just did a drive by cheese drop off. Can't make the Steeler game tonight. My Dodgers are on at four, so I left cheese on your patio. I'm like, that's weird, but okay. Got cheesed, and we crushed that cheese. But yeah, it was fun. It was a good, good games uh, all around yesterday, and uh, now we got Cardinal fever. And every, and I just heard Jim Sharp say it at the thing. He goes, the Suns were in the finals, and they lose. The Mercury's in the finals, they lose. That means Cardinals are going to the Super Bowl, and they're going to lose. Wow, okay. Uh, chickens. Counting, hatching, eggs. We're doing a little bit of that. Let's not talk Super Bowls quite yet. Although, you're starting to look like one of the elite teams. That was impressive yesterday. Going into Cleveland against a team that's, uh, you know, everybody's picking. Everybody's darling team. It's a huge road win. Especially with Cliff Kingsbury sitting here. Probably got COVID hosing some broad over there in Scottsdale. I'm proud of him. Good for you, Cliff. Came in Nebraska, came over here and hung out with him for a little while. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's the girl that was boning uh, Urban. Urban Meyer. She bones coaches. <laughs> and Brady says that there's possibility of a new tape of Urban dry humping right there in the pool table at Urban's prime cut. Extended cut. So we're wow. going to see more of that before it's all over. And the Jags got a win in a game that no one watched in London. Actually, I wonder what would – Did you see the huge uh, Jag section? It's got to be for the car. What? Oh, no. <laughs> they had a bunch of fans over there. They've had more games with it. I mean, England has adopted – 
the Jags because yeah. they've played like 15 games over there since they did. We just keep sending yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars over because of uh, Shad Khan, the owner. Yeah, uh, that's he's true. got a huge right. tie back to England. So uh, they're in that you know they have a huge population from wherever he's from, somewhere in the Middle East. It's a home game. It's and they the Jags play there. So I wonder if the ratings for that 6:30 a.m. game were were better than the WNBA. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Times 10. Yeah. One win between the two teams, between the Dolphins and Jackson. I guarantee you it, out, it outpaced that, uh, that womanly adventure called the WNBA, which I can't stand. The worst. I wish they'd I – well, I can't say that out loud. Never mind. I'm not going to wish COVID on them, but I was about to. That <laughs> <laughs> was so close. But it's over now. Their season's over. But now the news can quit pretending. I have a friend who does uh, – well, he's a friend of a friend. He's a producer of the sports segments there at uh, – the three five, and he's like, "Man, they're pushing us so hard to pretend like this murder. Not one of these reporters wants to go. One of the girls likes it. They have one girl reporter that likes to go, like, like makes a big deal out of it. She played college basketball or something. I don't know, but he's like, I got one one person that, that like can feign excitement for real. He goes, the rest of these dudes are like, oh." Don't and send every me to report that. about thirty seconds. Oh, we got technical difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got to go home. Not one of those dudes wants like just like pulling straws to see who's going to go to the dentist to get root canals. Terrible. Anyway, but yeah, Cliff Kingsbury got the COVID. A couple of players got the or they, the the Cardinals went in there, you know, limping, came out uh, looking great. So nice job. And then uh, you can just uh, put away all the vaccines. I don't know if you heard this morning. All the vaccines can just be put away. Uh, anybody who hasn't gotten one yet isn't going to uh, oh. after today's news. It's just not going to happen. Colin Powell died this, this morning of COVID, that, yeah. and he's vaccinated. And they're making a big deal in the news. Like, he was fully vaccinated, like it was a full pull. And so now everybody who argues it doesn't work, uh, the news you're helping out. You're doing a great job, media. Great job. Remember when you used to lie to us and have us unite over things? Perfect job. I'm He's fine with 84. that. I know he was 84, but he was fully vaccinated and he died of COVID. So it's over. Like, just stop. Whoever's got the vaccines got it. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. And let's just move on with life. Whatever happens after this, we're fine. The dice have been uh, thrown onto the table and it's sevens and we're all fine. Everybody's good. Who cares what you do next? It's time to stop talking about it because it just makes people mad. You made your choice on whatever decision. Exactly. And tip my cap to you. Let's uh, raise a glass. I'll drink with you. I'll have a good time. I'm not going to feel sorry for you if something bad happens, just like you wouldn't if something bad happened to me. We're tribal about it. If I got sick being fully vaccinated, see, it doesn't work. You know, you're dead. You glad you got it? If I have a head grown off my shoulder, I'll gladly tell you, man, were you guys right? Don't care. But now the, the news is handling this so poorly. Colin Powell passed away this morning of COVID, and he was fully vaccinated. I'm like, aren't you the ones that were perpetuating this whole thing of like, Get poked. Yeah, yeah. You guys were the ones screaming and yelling that it's the only way. It's the only way. Now that it goes the other way, you're like, ooh. It's just awful. It's the- I threw my vaccine up this morning. I threw it up. <laughs> I puked I it up. Like, it. Puked it up like a meal on a UCLA campus. Yeah, it's uh, there's no possible. Way. Our delivery system is what divides us as yeah. a nation. It has nothing to do with shots or diseases, or it's that's how we hear information. And they're so bad at it, and they're so good at making us hate each other, and they're so good at making us fight. And bottom line is, if you're not getting it, I'm fine with that. If there's rules against you not getting it at work and you lose your job, I'm fine with that. I'm totally I okay with all on this. the um, you know, the mandate thing. That's I do too. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think it should be your choice. And if you choose not to do it, that's fine. You shouldn't lose your job over. But it. as a as a human being, as an individual, I'll tell you, I think you should get it. If you don't, okay, great. Yeah. 
I can point to all sorts of reasons why I think it works. You can point to reasons, Colin Powell, 84-year-old man, why it kills. Okay. But, yeah, we can just stop. Put the signs down on the 7.9 million vaccine. You're not going to talk anybody into it anymore. The news has ruined everything. So let me try to be a voice of reason in the world of media and just say, if you're listening to any news source right now and it's making you mad, that's your fault. You should just stop. Just make up your own mind on things. But you're right, Brett. 84-year-old man dies of dying of 84. That's what you die of at 84. I don't know what kind of health Colin Powell was in. And by the way, I watched a Blackish episode where they celebrated Lawrence Fishburne's character being the oldest black man alive and did an entire thing about how black people don't live as long as white, but they die in their 60s. So an 84-year-old black man is like Morgan Freeman times two. That's yeah. impressive. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Statistically, that's amazing. There's three types of old man who, uh, African-American old man. There's the 66-year-old diabetic guy who's about to go. There's the 84-year-old who you're like, holy cow, that's Morgan Freeman. And then there's the, always that picture of that weird dude in, in Georgia who's 118, who's the oldest man on the planet who's like eight Twinkies every day, and you can't figure out how come he's still alive. But there's only one of each. There's James, only one of each guy. James Earl Jones is like an anomaly. But you I have mean, to be like a millionaire. Yeah. To be old and black. I learned this from Blackish. This is not my uh, opinion. I learned it from Blackish. Anthony. Anthony Anderson. That was a hilarious yeah, episode, too, because they had like cakes and celebrations. It's like it wasn't just his birthday. They came to the conclusion that he is, in fact, the oldest black man alive. And he was like 67. It was hilarious. They were thinking about it, too. Like Morgan Freeman, maybe, but I think outside of him, he's the oldest black man on the planet. And they just did a full rundown. It was hilarious, and so you start looking at it, and the whole point of the show is to make the uh, you know to make the point that there's a variance between how long other races live versus black people, black men, stress, yeah. and there's all sorts of things. It was pretty funny. So Colin Powell being 84, I'm leaning more into that than I am anything else. I don't think vaccines save you. I think the flu could have kicked his ass if he had like six flu shots. He could have been living at Johnson & Johnson, getting boosters every day, and he's still 84 years old. 84 means you're close. Every, every day is a gift at 84. I don't care how oh, good yeah. you feel, it can turn on a dime. That's what we were saying about Sheriff Joe. He's like, he's 90, he's running for mayor out there. Okay, he said, I feel great, everything's fine. Yeah, today, tomorrow, who knows what's coming? You're going to feel a lump. All you old people, you're going to feel a lump. One of these days, you're going to feel a lump. And you know how you know you're old? When you feel a lump and you're like, uh-oh. Remember when you were young, you felt a lump, you're like, I don't remember getting bruised there. Like, it never was cancer. Somewhere around 45, 50, you feel a lump, and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, that's the end of me. What am I going to do? Am I going to get treatment? I feel a lump. I was washing my, uh, you know how I wash. I give. give Yeah, 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 you're digging in. I wasn't digging in, but I I get in. I I go through the rim. I breach the surface, and I felt something. I'm like, I didn't feel like a hemorrhoid. I don't know what that is. And in, in the shower, I went from just washing my body to... Well, I'm not going to do treatment. I'm not doing treatment. And my first thought, I had a discussion with a doctor who diagnosed me with rectal cancer. Like right there was, I was putting the, the Dollar Shave Club mint. Oh my God, get some of that stuff. 
It just makes Man. your anus sing. The ball bomb? Oh, my God. Dial soap used to make a peppermint hand wash. That when you washed your ass, it felt like your ass ate a York peppermint patty. It was cool. <laughs> it, it was like an Arctic breeze on your ass all the time. This is better. Like It's almost like giving your ass fresh breath. Oh, Brady, it's like kissing a, a toothless homeless guy down there for me. And I'll show you. Now that I'm gay, I'll let you do it. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, it, it, this, this stuff's on there. And I was giving myself a scrub and I felt something. And I'm like, oh, that's it. And I, I did. I have a plan in place. I have a full medical like break. I'm not going in for treatment. Do not resuscitate. Uh, yeah, I'm not going in for, especially rectal cancer. Wait, <laughs> oh, how many visits would it take to be like, we're going to carve this out. We're going to put a port in your side for the bag. I'm like, we're not doing any of that. We're going to show me where the pills are. I'm going to go do a few things I've always wanted to do and then eat the Tylenol until I can't see straight and good night. And this tag all, it and bag it. This all happened with the fresh mint smell. Of uh, the whole body and this new Dollar Shave Club stuff that I got. My God, does that stuff smell good. But evidently it causes cancer because I've got a lump. It's not a big lump, but it's, it's probably a hemorrhoid. I don't know. Didn't feel like it. Ingrown hair, maybe. But Whoa. I don't have I hairs don't in my anus. I'm like, yeah, you might have a you do? rogue. Oh, that rust butt must be something. Just You've got wind chimes. <laughs> you've like got Florida Everglades. Oh, Clean. God. Oh, it's Clean. like a 70s uh, embroidered curtain. <laughs> Like a beaded curtain hanging off his anus. Oh, well, get some of that mint soap. I know you're afraid of it, and get right up in. Had it. It is good. Oh, the, I've had the, the purple, the new purple the, uh, one. It's yeah. brand new. Oh, yeah, okay. It was a it was a brand was new DSC. Eight months ago. No, no, this stuff just showed up like the week ago. I said, test this out. It's brand new. I'm like, okay. Oh my god. They Body wash or cedarwood mint. Uh, uh, well, the cedarwood's been around. And yeah. the sandalwood's been around. Those are the ones my ass always smelled like before. But is it like the medicated stuff? Uh-uh, I mean, no. it's, so it's going to like burn almost? No. Okay. It, that's the best the sh- part. Because that's what, good. That's what the dial stuff did for a little bit. Like you get it down in the sensitive areas. Yeah. And like this feels like I got Ben Gay in my ass. That's that's what I had. Like whenever we do U-Fest and stuff, of course, I got gold bond up. Yeah. One year I decided to use the green, the medicated. No. no. Whoa. That stuff, that stuff is ass cocaine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, that makes you just, that's uncomfortable all best. the time. No, it's bad. <laughs> you know why? Because Brady's got a lot of hair and crap blockage so it never gets to the anus yeah <laughs> you're the one who brought up anus hair disgusting anywho trim that back there if you even feel it uh yeah so yeah but i did it i went through that whole thing i'm like i think it's it that's enough of that and that's no way to go into my new gay lifestyle wondering about my rectum and it did kind of make me mad because i'm like the things that are going on in my neighbor's house Sure, you can and get an I'm examination the, next door. I'm not going to do it. I'm sure you can. Nah, I die at whatever's back there. That's it. I digress. What were we talking Do- about? Dr. Michael would be oh. happy to, to oh, take they'll a Oh, they'll take a look it. at it. I don't know if they're <laughs> medically supervising uh, the proper way, but... Let's play doctor! certainly would break it out. <laughs> this needs to be pulled out. Or sucked out. Oh. <laughs> get a straw, Troy! <laughs> nope, it's cancer! <laughs> I'd recognize that taste anywhere. Anyway, so yeah, but so yeah, I get that. I'm young. Colin Powell, every lump on his body is potentially deadly. 84. But again, uh, the news is going to report it as a fully vaccinated man died of COVID. Sharp was doing that all the way to work. Oh, was he? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. That, and was he saying fully vaccinated? Yep, fully? Yeah, yep. of course, because the news is- Like three times the, on the news way to work. not Pounding your friend. It. They're yeah. just not your friend. They're trying to confuse you into a tribe. I don't know why- 
I, I do know why. It's good for ratings. Because, again, I've, I've told this to my mom who won't turn Fox News off. I'm like, you realize it's an entertainment channel, right? You get that. That they are a revenue-based by commercials entertainment channel. They every day look at ratings and say, we need to do something different. We slipped. Or we need to do everything the same or amp this up. This is good. And they have cue tests every day on what stories spark us. They are, manipulate you like crazy on those news channels, and, they, and they're going to do it again today. And they're going to inflame the right, and they're going uh, to go nuts on the left with the Colin Powell story. It's, it is, this is a week's worth of news right here of an 84-year-old man passing away. And I didn't know what was going on with Colin Powell anyway, susceptible to COVID or whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm sad that he died because I actually kind of like that guy. You wonder if it's, again, you know, where they'll report it to say it was COVID. Oh, already. My alerts all say COVID. Yeah. The first thing this morning, COVID, or Colin Powell dies of COVID. And I remember COVID someone, Powell, we call him. you know, bring up the fact that that's where a lot of the credit, What you know, you, you, you heard this about hospitals at the time. The, the conspiracy behind that Look was that. they're all dying my alerts, no matter what. Died of COVID, died Look of COVID. Look at that. Yeah, Colin Powell, military leader, former secretary of state, dies, of, uh, dies at 84 years of age from COVID. Washington Post, Colin Powell, former secretary of state, first African-American. Uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff and Secretary of State dies due from complications of COVID at age nine or at age nineteen at age eighty four. <laughs> Come on, yeah, we got to stop the bigger the bigger disease in this in this nation is how much we're paying attention to uh, the entertainment industry known as the news. Period. Make up your own minds. Do your own thinking. I don't even care if it's crazy flat Earth stuff. I, I you know who I respect more than anybody. I respect a flat earther more than I respect a CNNer or a Foxer. Really? Yeah, because you know why? They're taking a stand on something insane because based on their own beliefs, their own thing. Nobody's told them this. Nobody's going out of their way to say flat earth this, flat earth that. They're doing that on their own. So I got to respect that. Yeah, co- yep, right there, COVID-19. If it's on our TV, it's on our scroll, it's all that. I respect the flat earther because they're so wrong. And they still want to go out there and say that. I, I love flat earthers. They're more interesting than who would you rather have a conversation with at dinner? Your mother who watches Fox News all night or a flat earther. Tell me who you want to take over to the POMO. I'm taking flat, flat earther, earther nine times That's going to be more entertaining. Yeah. Now, there's certain aspects. There's similarities. Taking a, taking a Fox watcher to dinner uh, in a restaurant in Arizona is almost always entertaining because you're inevitably going to run into a Mexican. And they go bananas when they see one of those. Probably illegal. Oh, guaranteed illegal. And even if they're not illegal... It brings it brings to mind that border, and my mom can't my mom can't not talk about the border, and it's fun for a minute. Oh, she goes bananas about that border, and then uh, you know Megan's parents will passively toss you a CNN reference and look at you and then say, "But you don't care about that because you don't watch CNN." I'm like, "Okay, I don't I didn't realize they were paying you." So it's both sides. I'd much rather take a flat earther or a Birds aren't real. That's another one I'm interested in. There's a group of people who think birds are all spies. What? Yeah, it's a real thing. It's a small group of people, but it's a real thing. Uh, birds aren't real. They're all mechanical spies placed all over the world by a world leader that no one understands, like Xenu or so. I don't so know. In the 1800s, they had mechanical birds that were flying around. How do you know there were birds you in the 1800s? It. Yeah. So there they were go. just born. Foiled. Right. And you can convince millennials who are, their big phrase is, before I was born, who cares? Yeah. You can totally convince them of something simply by saying, how do you know birds were even around before you were born? Hey, wait a sec. It could all just be stories. Uh-huh. 
Come on, follow me, mushhead. Kids are stupid. Because they're dumb, and you can take a mushhead kid and make them whatever you want. But I'd much rather have dinner with a, a you know, birds aren't real or flat earther than a foxer or a CNNer. I know what I'm getting from Fox and CNN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Border smorter. You hate Mexicans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rednecks and Trumpists. I got it. What's this guy got to say? You know, the earth is more of like a cookie shape. You, I am interested in having a meal with. I, it's like Kyrie Irving, when he said that he thought the earth was flat, became like my hero in the NBA. It was just, <laughs> what? Why did you want to tell us this? It's great. And they constantly get disproven and they stick to it. They're idiots, and idiots are more fun to talk to. Let's be honest. That's uh, perfect. So, yeah. But Colin Powell is gone. Weapons of mass destruction, known as COVID. Got him. There's nothing better than that documentary where he's standing back there saying, you got to give me more than this. Before he goes and talks to Congress, you got to give me more than this. Like, this, is, this is what you're asking me to go ask to go to war with? I'm like, this is all we got. It's like, there's nothing here. And then he went out and gave this impassioned lie for like hours. Even though just minutes prior, he's like, I got nothing here. And it just opened your eyes to the idea of like, this was all just, a, what a plan this was. Back in 2002 or three, when I was, we got to go to Iraq and I got to talk them into this. They got it. I was like, we don't have any evidence at all. Not really. Go get them. <laughs> all right. And the dude did it. So loyal soldier. I thought he was going to be president until that. Wasn't a hard sell. No. We got to get someone. Let's get them. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sheriff Joe's going to be the mayor of Fountain Hills in a, in a year at 91. So go figure. William Shatner's up in space at 90. Gonna, who knows what's next? But uh, I just, I'm kind of hoping this lump in my ass grows. <laughs> I'm not getting treatment. Would you get treatment? Yeah. You would? Would you? Ask cancer? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, you, I, you say yeah I think I would. Jeez, I'm going to let it get me. I got no interest in that. Big sack on my side like that? No thanks. Don't always guarantee that. Yeah, they can cut that out. The sack on the side? No, no. Oh, it, up your in lump. There. No. Cutting my ass up. Zap it. Zap it. Chemo. Oh, God. I already look like I'm on chemo. Well, there, see, yeah. there you go. No, no big I don't deal then. I feel like I'm on chemo. Just hang on. When you've already got the look, why really double down? <laughs> I say. Anyway, it's cancer for sure. Uh, it's 613. Let's get a wake up song, shall we? Maybe something for the uh, WNBA as we're all just in t- just turmoil over it. I know the city's just weeping. Remember how sad we felt back in July when the Suns lost to the Bucks? A better team. We'll be honest, a better team. But it was just, we'd invested so much of our time and energy. And the Mercury, I mean, God, the business Well, that was the frustrating thing about the whole series, John. Mercury, just, they were a better team. Yeah. And I mean, in this vapid wasteland known as October sports, when absolutely nothing's going on, now what will we watch? I mean, the Mercury was the only game in town, unless you count the NFL, the baseball playoffs, uh, Formula One racing. Flag football. Bowling, flag football. Smash ball, uh, uh, TV, pickleball, TV that's off, pickleball, which I enjoy. They were complaining that they weren't getting enough attention by the networks. Nobody's promoting us. I'm like, you realize you're playing two of your finals games on Sunday at noon in October. Packers and Bears game was on. The, the oldest rivalry in football. And you're like, nobody's watching us in Chicago. Like, Chicago's not even paying attention. The Packers are in town, you idiots. Play your games on a Saturday or a Friday. It doesn't matter when you play Even them. Even Major League Baseball said we're going to go against one event right. going on. They're, not, they're smart enough to know they're going to get trounced in the ratings, too. And it was a hell of a game last night. We had that one on on one of the TVs watching the Steelers. 
A lot of betting going on last night at my house. It was basically oh, like a yeah. sports book at my place. It's pretty good. <laughs> I lost a few. Uh, wake up song, 585-9800. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Our country is facing a major crisis. We need to find out what, what what's causing it. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.